In the late 1800s, a battle was raging in the U.S. over how we were going to get our energy. It was a contest that about a century later inspired the rock band ACDC. The War of the Currents, as it was called, was between Thomas Edison, who backed Direct Current, or DC, and Nikola Tesla, who was promoting something different, Alternating Current, or AC. Without getting too far into the weeds, the main difference between the two is the way the electrons move. DC travels in only one direction, and AC reverses direction at regular intervals. But one of the most important differences at the time was that AC could be transmitted long distances, an advantage that would prove decisive. Suffice it to say, there was a lot at stake over which system was going to electrify the nation, and at times it got a bit ugly with Edison launching what today we might call fake news by doing things like electrocuting animals with AC to try to prove its dangers. Tesla, meanwhile, had teamed up with entrepreneur George Westinghouse, who saw electrification as an enormous business opportunity and had purchased Tesla's patents. The high-stakes war ended with a victory in, of all places, Telluride in southwest Colorado. Back around 1885, mines were a huge industry in the state, and they were starting to fail because they lacked a power source to operate. Nearby forests had been cleared for fuel, and the cost to bring in coal by burrows was way too expensive. The Gold King mine uh, had a lot of mine left in it, but it wasn't feasible anymore with the, with the production cost that they were having to pay. I'm standing with Michael Rains, who works at the Ames Hydroelectric Plant just south of Telluride, and the Gold King mine he mentioned is not the same one near Durango, which had the devastating spill into the Animas River a few years ago. The owners of the Telluride mine, which also had a river nearby, thought they could save it by using hydropower if only they could get the electricity the two miles up the mountain. So they approached Westinghouse to try out Tesla's idea for alternating current. Tesla himself did not go to Telluride. Westinghouse sent a team of engineers to Colorado to install a generator based on his designs. On the 19th of June, 1891, they flipped the switch and sent electricity along newly constructed transmission lines up to the Gold King. The engineers were so amazed and nervous that it worked that they didn't turn it off for 30 days. When they did turn it off and back on again, it continued to work, and the Ames plant made history as the first hydroelectric facility to generate and transmit alternating current for industrial purposes in the U.S. Proven to the world that AC was a viable option, and shortly after, the same design of the plant was built on a much larger scale at Niagara Falls, and it kick-started the grid as we know it today. So the rest was history and alternating current won. Or did it? Almost everything in your home is actually using direct current. Your computer, your cell phone has a battery in it. It's using direct current. Uh, your television is using direct current because it's full of electronics inside. That's Stephen Frank, a researcher with the National Renewable Energy Lab near Golden, Colorado. He explains that the advent of the transistor in the 1950s opened the door for power electronics that help convert electricity for use in numerous devices we use today. That white cube that plugs into the wall to charge your phone? It's a power electronic converting AC to DC. 
But every time those conversions happen, from switching on lights to running a washing machine, energy is lost in the form of heat, something you probably don't want in the middle of summer. And given that you might flip on an air conditioner to cool down a building warmed up from multiple appliances, conversions are wasting electricity. So because our infrastructure is still running on AC, but a lot of end use is DC, Frank and his colleagues are doing much research on direct current technology to save energy, especially in buildings. In the aggregate, we're talking about maybe being able to save 5 to 10% of all of the electricity that we consume in this country. Roughly the amount of electricity that the state of Oregon uses in a year. But there may be an even more compelling reason to incorporate more direct current into the grid, the surging sales of electric cars that need charging stations for their batteries. That's a trend and twist that might make fans of Edison smile, if not feel some vindication. I find it deeply ironic that an electric car using battery storage and uh, charging with fast DC chargers has Tesla's name on it. For H2O Radio, I'm Franny Halperin.